Welcome to the Run Amok Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Run Amok Podcast, home of the best Bachelorette recaps on this side of Minnesota. As always, I'm your host, David Stalton. I'm joined alongside me by my loyal compadre, producer Gary, to break down the latest drama from our favorite franchise this week. We're ch- we're talking mental all, baby. Oh, God. And Gary, we normally say mental all. Sometimes, sometimes not as juicy as advertised. We get the previews. We see guys. Oh, are they going to square up? Are we going to get? Are we going to get a a physical confrontation? What's going to go down? Are are, are old beefs going to be rehashed? And all of a sudden, we get there, and everyone's forgiven each other, and they've gone (laughs) to music festivals together. And someone's the someone else's godfather by the end of it. It's it's just everything's been resolved, and that's not what we want this time nothing had been resolved and in yeah. fact social media plays a really interesting role in this sort of new generation of the bachelor and bachelorette because when the show first started we weren't getting certain levels of juiciness that yeah. were that we're now privy to there are other layers there are family members sliding into dms show Ooh. us the receipts show us those receipts <laughs> yeah we well, need receipts on that one for, but first for... things first we're going to dive into a very 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 action-packed men tell all before fantasy suites next week the finale week after that then it's all over another fantastic season will be coming to a close and but then clayton right after oh, oh baby <laughs> everyone's ever we can't wait for clayton can't wait for another jesse palmer jesse palmer if he went and like blew, blew up that that much but first things first before we dive into mental all all og listeners of the podcast will know what it is we got to get the brooms out we got to get the dusters out get the vacuum out of the closet Got to do a bit of house cleaning. Rate, review, subscribe. You guys have done a great job of sharing the show. Obviously, we had a huge uptick in listeners last week. So each of those, hey, if you're listening, all you got to, hey, just put, hey, just put one person on the podcast. That's all we're asking for. I'm not asking for you to go around tapping everybody on the shoulder, but one friend, one family member, one driving instructor, one local pastor at your, your neighborhood church, whoever it is that loves Bachelor Nation, say, hey, I, hey, I got a podcast for you. Mm-hmm. There are these two guys who kind of go off the rails and they they go on off on a tangent and sometimes they have some really stupid takes or they forget a contestant exists for weeks at a time they're great check them out (laughs) and first things first before we dive in gary i'm gonna give some shout outs for some listener mail because we got some great feedback first of all i've got to give uh got to give a shout out to uh carlene because these are the type of and we're going to get some positive shout outs, but this is what we in the business call a negative shout out because these <laughs> these people kind of drive me crazy. Mm. We put up a clip basically being like, hey, Nate just told his stepdad he loves him for the first time. Yeah, this might be difficult for him to deal with other big emotions. Don't really think that's too hard of a take. There was a lot going on. So. And she goes, you guys need to leave Nate alone. <laughs> yeah. I saw Come on, I mean, it's we're not even what are we doing? him. We're, we're so, saying he's going to end the show with Michelle. Just not get a proposal. That's, that's And the, the part only... that bugs me is like, okay, 
So you're clearly someone who hasn't watched the podcast once. That's what because I'm, if yeah. you did, yeah. you'd know that I might literally be in love with Nate. I might actually have a crush on. I don't know if you go back and watch the footage. I might Listen, literally the be comment, smitten. The rest for of the Nate. comment was good. Like it was fine. But like, why lead off with leave Nate alone? We haven't we haven't shit on him. We ever, are leaving Nate ever. alone. We are. Yeah. <laughs> Borderline, we should be leaving Nate alone on the other side of the spectrum. Like he he might be saying, Oh, you guys are being a little too nice. Chill out a little bit. I'm yes. just a guy. Yeah. Uh but shout out to Carly, <laughs> keeping us honest, I suppose. I respect it, yeah. Um <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I guess I respect it. And uh, but I do have to give a positive shout out to some new listeners, the Lucille Seven, Betty Ba, and most importantly, the Amanda Show. Uh, I don't know if I told you this, Gary, but it was so funny. Literally minutes before the Amanda show commented, me and my girlfriend were having a debate because I'm a big whistler and mm. I whistle right on tune. Oh, I'm a great whistler. All the time, yeah. And 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 I'm, I'm good at getting on pitch. And so yeah. she was saying, you'd be a great singer. And I was promising her, no, 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 no. That's very <laughs> kind. You are very, very, very generous. That's not the case. Yeah. I cannot sing. And uh, And then minutes later, I checked the comments on the episode, the Amanda show, my horrible singing at the beginning that you recorded for yeah. people who don't at know the beginning that little, of every podcast, that little clip that plays that little hello, <laughs> Gary recorded that without my knowledge and then just started throwing it at the beginning of episodes <laughs> and, without me realizing it first. And now it's just become a staple of the show. Um, Amanda was saying that sounded good. <laughs> that's what no it does not but th- but, th- but thank you it's so it's hilarious time that was like objectively bad singing and we're both <laughs> aware of it like objectively apprehensible yeah, yeah it's yeah. just abhorrent yeah um yeah so shout out to it's all the new listeners we appreciate that even carlene we love you thank you for keeping us honest thanks for keeping us on our toes we're nothing without without uh being humbled every now and again by a listener mm-hmm. all right Let's dive in, Gary. Men tell all. First things first, we kick it off with the announcement of, oh, you'll notice someone's not here. Clayton's not here. It's because <laughs> he's dating 30 women. Oh, he's the bachelor. Yeah. And I swear to God, there must have been, there must have been an applause sign in the <laughs> in the room telling people to applaud. Because yeah. Like, look, he seems very nice. We I, we talked about before, have did not get to learn a lot about Clayton coming in. Yeah. Look, we're going to recap it. I want to be excited. I oh, want reca- this like, to be the most dramatic episode. My, my biggest hope is that it's like a, a situation. He's just, he's just so incompetent that it's just pure entertainment the whole time. That's my, like, that's what it seems like from the previews. That's what it seems okay, like we're getting. So we will, we'll get to the preview. Um, obviously when it, when it comes up in the episode yeah. a little bit later, uh, but that's a good little preface. It does yeah. seem like he might just be, and I love him. To, I, I love him. Seems like I'm sure he, I'm sure he's honestly, he's going to make a great husband and a great father. And he seems like a great dude. Thick. Just dumb. Just like, dumb. dude, how do you tell three women that you love? I've never seen that before. Ben Higgins, I think, threw it out to two, and I thought that was absurd. Yeah. Yeah, saying it to three different women? Yikes. Well, we'll so dive he's into dating it. them all, so yeah. We'll dive into <laughs> Treat it. Treat them all the same, I guess. But we <laughs> it's only fair. <laughs> it's only fair that I marry all three. <laughs> and uh, but we do start off with I don't know. I don't know if you thought this was 
certainly not the villain. Like Peter's not even the villain this season, no. but certainly what I would call the rivalry of this season was Will and Peter, two dudes who ended up being entirely irrelevant, which tends to be what happens with these rivalries. Yeah. It's normally two people who have nothing to do with the actual lead of the show, never stood a chance. And that's what Will and Peter were. Yeah. Now they shut. Now I actually I hate Peter. Let's put that on record. <laughs> I think he's just the one. Of, honestly, probably one of the least likable people we've ever seen on this show. I was starting to feel bad for the guy though. Again, I I'm was too. Sh- yeah. Like, it, dude, like when can... they're showing the reviews. Yeah. Like, let's. Oh, come on. Oh, poor guy. I and guess you, know, you like... can say they wrapped it up at the end, but like, still, it was <sighs> the whole time. Yeah. Well, it's it's also like those yes, those reviews were clear. Maybe the pizza is shitty, but those yeah. reviews were obviously after the show from people who don't like them. We know I love Bachelor Nation, but we know how they operate. They yeah. no, no one works harder than Bachelor Nation when they don't <laughs> like someone. They they will come for your neck. Yeah. And then the fact that they're trying to claim that that was Peter's pizza at the hotel. Yeah, that's wild to me. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? That's simply not the case. You think they brought in a single slice of his pizza from Miami? Yeah, yeah. I think they did. I th- yeah. The like, Bachelor producers the, are The crazy, box though. itself wasn't even the box. You could take <laughs> yeah, a piece of printing same. paper yeah. taped onto the hotel box. Oh, my God. But I do love... Um, all the insights we get from Casey. Casey really, Dude, I think, I think he Casey saw. was basically running the mental all. Like he was just like, he was part of every conversation that happened. Every conversation. <laughs> it's insane. And I think, not in a bad way, but I think he got a bit of a taste of how much people liked him after the season. I think he just heard about, oh yeah. man, people really love my commentary. I'll give him more of it. Which is fair enough. You're being invited back for a reason. It's because people liked your commentary. So give us your thoughts. And he pretty much says, he, I think this might be like a real uh, quote or a paraphrase. Pretty much says, this is the least likable. Like nobody likes Peter. Yeah. Every horrible moment you see of Peter, that's what we endured all of the time. Yeah. And he for just, me, like, I think his word is bond as far as like the house goes. Because he seems to have a really good like ear to the ground kind of in the in the house dynamic so hey I, anything I, that comes out of casey's mouth i'm just gonna trust him like i honestly I yeah and we'll see i think he'll probably i don't know i after that i think he's gonna be a paradise or at least they're gonna try to get him there and i imagine he will probably go yeah he's we pretty close see. to bachelor retirement though he's getting up there in age he's I, not even that old like in terms <laughs> of like comparing his age but the man seems like such a wise old owl of yeah. a human being he, he i think really he's like does. In his early mid thirties, like a solid, like almost a like decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you think he's like thirty six? Okay, yeah. a little older than I thought. I thought he was like thirty two or something. No. Um, but yeah, not nearly the oldest we've seen. But no. you compare him to Kenny, <laughs> and you're not. Yeah, those two dudes do not seem like on the same level. Casey might be an interesting guy to reach out to for an interview. Sure. Just popping yeah. in my head now. Yeah. We'll see. We shall see. Um, but then Will drops the bomb. Peter's saying, okay, like, let's be careful with what we're talking. He just goes from being put in one body bag, then they dig him out of the ground, <laughs> bring out the corpse, and throw him in another body bag, man. Yeah. He goes, 
okay, like, let's chill out the, with the reviews. Like, this is pretty, this is how I support my mom and my sister. And Will goes, yeah, speaking to your sister, she was in my DMs. He wasn't even ready for that one. He thought, like, yeah, I just dodged a bullet with my business. Now we're talking about my family. Yeah, a little wild. Let's speculate. What do you think that situation was? Because I could see Peter being close with his sister. I think she was trying to trick Will, to I think rope so. him in. That's what exactly my thought was. I think it was she was trying to help Peter. And like ultimately, I don't think she was ever sliding in with the DMs. Yeah, didn't really no, work. Didn't work because <laughs> clearly Will looked at it and was like, "Well, like this is exactly what that is." I'm sure he wasn't like, "Oh, she's betraying the family." I'm yeah. sure he looked and didn't respond because it was like, oh, "Okay, this is going to come back." But then we've never seen this before. I almost forgot about it. Do you remember what happens next? What does Dude, happen next? Peter comes back with. A lawsuit. Oh, yeah. That's will get served. Yeah. Served. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I saw the guy walk out, I was like, oh my God, he's about to he's about to get served right now. <laughs> I think at that point I wrote down, this is the best mental law I've ever seen. We've never seen someone <laughs> get in with that. a lawsuit. Yeah. Dude, a lawsuit. I cannot and will throws to the ground. Yeah. Now I'm no lawyer. I want to make that clear. This is not real legal counsel. I don't know if that's going to stand up in court. I don't think it will. But my favorite Judge, part I about threw that it was on the ground. Peter's like, this is what it's going to be like in real life. So he's like, he's just admitting that this is a fake serving, but he's actually going to serve him after the show. Oh, oh, so it wasn't real. No, it wasn't real. Peter I thought that admitted to it like right after. I, I thought like, the guy came in with a bit too much flair. I thought, okay, yeah. this is someone who's trying to make his way out of being like uh, a stock photo model and into yeah. uh, onto the big screen. The, yeah. I'm, positive that that's their number one like hiring demographic they just go reach out to stock photo models <laughs> good so. we'll get to it later but that guy who got hired to streak through the audience so you're calling that that's fake. a fucking hire if i've ever seen one you think that was all one thousand percent man i am such a little sheep <laughs> those producers can eat they Listen, can just maybe i'm wrong but i think it is for sure well i think i would you know what would convince me What's that? I would have to get insight from a contestant as to whether or not they saw a real human penis. Because mm, yes. if they did, I'm saying no. They're not putting people through that trauma. Yeah. But if he had a little, uh, some covering of any kind that was covered up by the sensor, then I'm, then I'm on board. Yeah, then I'm on board. But i was gonna say we'll get into it you know what we won't we won't that's actually if, if you came here for more coverage on the streaker i i think that's as in-depth as it's gonna get i actually forgot i didn't write anything else down for him so i'm glad you brought him up gary uh ryan ryan uh now if people don't remember ryan he was the one who brought a bunch of blueprints and he was the first one this season which was dubbed a sociopath mm -hmm. now I th you think he's a plant. You think that he's a producer plant. I still, Do you still? think he is. I Well, because I was watching, so I was like, well, there's no, like if Gary thought it before this, he thinks it as much after, yeah. I would assume. Because there yeah. was nothing that really I mean, would yeah, have dissuaded. Nothing changed my decision. No, I, I, yeah. I'm going to yeah. stick to my guns for sure on that. But okay, yeah. He, I mean, that, like to be fair, if he's not, he got just tossed around he was a human punching bag for that whole yeah. thing he definitely came in with some idea of what he was going to say 
And then everybody jumped on him. Um, yeah, and I guess like he apologizes. He's saying like his his friends, girlfriends, and wives, fiancés help make it. it Anybody was, that know, wasn't similar him story wrote the notes, pretty much. Yes, yeah. He's never seen the. Uh, he said he said he never saw the Bachelor before, but then he was on some show Bachelor or whatever that was fun. Yeah. Bachelor Live. It's just yeah, you're sketchy. You're yeah, sketchy. Sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I hated? You know what I really hated? It was so awkward. Your boy par deep jumps in, <laughs> dude, and, and he got he kept doing the the break for applause. Like, dude, after. okay, he did it like yes, he kept no, he didn't get it. And he never he kept got breaking, it. and everyone was like, "Wait, is this is this who? it?" And then he kept. Talking. Is this guy supposed to be on the stage right now? And then they kind of remembered, like, "Oh, yeah, he's the guy." who shot his three-pointer like a shot put yeah yeah that's all he's known for on the date and if you listen to this podcast gary thought he what do you think he you thought he was gonna go kind of far no i didn't think he was gonna go far i just thought i like, think you said top three smart guy medical student you know i don't know just you were just chance. listing his description so yeah. yeah okay fair yeah well you weren't wrong he is a smart guy and a medical student <laughs> Not really a fan favorite. I think no, he really thought that not. people were going to ride for him. Um, not a lot of Pardeep fans in the audience I that day. I wanted to shoot my shot and just, you know, get that, like, underground, like, underdog pick that just sure. sails to the top. I'm just going to, yeah, that was my goal, and it didn't pan out. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that was my thought with a PJ. I think yeah. they went home around the same time. Still feel much better about the PJ PJ odds. still got robbed. I don't even care. Oh, like, my. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I the guy, either. he spoke eloquently and he looked incredible again. Yeah. I don't get it. I need PJ on Paradise, baby. But then we get into Martin again. And I ended up watching the scenes of him going home, of him um, talking with Olu about Michelle. And honestly, I really missed some more misogyny and gaslighting. Yeah. I know we don't want to throw that word around too much, but that's exactly what he was doing. And little cherry on top, of course he has a girlfriend back home. Yeah. Of course this guy is, t- it's like the bingo card of being uh, a bachelorette villain. He's just checking them all, have a girlfriend before I came, <laughs> gaslit the lead, talk shit behind everyone's back we should actually was... make one of those we'll mock one of those up for next season yeah. then we'll just yeah check them well out. i want to see if there's anyone who can hit all of them but, but one of the same yeah, you gotta Martin... have a girlfriend back home yeah you have 100 yeah that should be like the middle that's like the the free spot is just yeah. having a girlfriend that's the the that's witness the, yes. test for a villain yeah. exactly exactly uh he he really is every role red flag rolled into one and i will promise you right now this is the last time i go against my gut and trust an edm dj not to be a douchebag i should have that haircut how did we look at that and go yeah he's probably got some substance to him <laughs> well here's the thing right like I, I don't know about Romeo, man. Like, is he a, a, just a bad judge of character or is he a villain himself? Because yeah, he got, dude, he admitted to getting swept up. Everybody. Yeah, by Jamie, by uh, Martin, probably by Chris S. too, even. Like, he's just like yeah. best friends with all of them. And yeah. they all just became the show- biggest villains. Dude, how do you show up? You saw the season. How do you show up with bleach blonde hair? The defining <laughs> yeah. aspect of the villain. Yeah. And then. hilarious moment where martin tries to fist bump romeo for having the blonde hair 
I've never seen a more conflicted man. He starts to go for it and he goes, Oh my God, like this is, this is so bad for me there. It it just shows how difficult it is for a dude to turn down a fist bump. I could have some of the, the most villainous, horrible, immoral people in the world, people who I do not see eye to eye with anything in the world on. If I, if I said a joke and they laughed and put out their fist, I'm, 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 I'm putting it back like i'm bumping nuts yeah, yeah. i don't care i'll get canceled for a for a fist bump i like so <laughs> romeo i get it but when he said it to martin i was like okay yeah hey, you got you got duped then he looks over at jamie and goes you're my idol <laughs> yeah my man dude yeah i think he's like a, he's a smart guy he had a real job his name is romeo he's yeah. a good looking guy he speaks multiple and languages didn't have to admit to any of this like the mental all this is for, no one's twisting your arm it's to make you look good on social media that's to clear up all the drama yeah and just have a good image boost your following and he did not do that pardeep knew the assignment romeo <laughs> yeah. was like yeah you know what i actually you remember bad chad johnson for a few seasons ago i kind of think he gets a bad rap <laughs> stop while you're ahead oh my god um then we dive into chris s now low-key i i think chris s might infuriate me the most Hmm. the thing that hit me and i don't know if i remember this comment because we didn't comment on it during the show yeah but I don't think it was just shown in an outtake. I think it must have been shown during the season. But I'm referring to Chris calling Olu like a low IQ person. Mm-hmm. That to me was honestly like the comment that stuck out from the night because Olu gets legitimately angry. He, I think, I think he sees that clip for the. I think it may have been cut because it seemed like he was watching that for the first time mm-hmm. that night. Um, and look, I'm not calling. Because you got to be careful with stuff like this. I'm not calling Chris as a racist, but I'm like those comments can definitely be racially charged, especially mm-hmm. from a dude that looks like Chris S. It gives it's, that. I will agree. It gives that energy of like, uh, this could be a oh, racial comment, like for sure. And why I like look, I guess I'll maybe give him the benefit of the doubt, yeah. Just because those are such great, like that is such a huge distinction to throw on someone, but though like those are microaggressions that have racial ties all of the time it's just a consideration you have to make um like where where does that instinct come from to call olu probably one of the few guys in the house with a master's degree someone who's Mm -hmm. very obviously eloquent we've every time we've seen him he's speaking eloquently yeah there's a lot more candidates for low iq (laughs) Well, yeah. For where sure. where does so where does that instinct come from? Why yeah. why not? like Rick and Casey both called you out. Rick just called you out. Said you're a liar. You don't know what you're talking about. But you didn't seem close to saying that they ever liked you. Yeah. So yeah, I I did. I I really wanted to to sum it up. I wanted to see Olu punch Chris mm-hmm. in the goddamn throat. Just one good hard throat punch. Yeah. Oh my God, that dude is so infuriating. He goes, sit down, bro. Sit down, bro. He's terrified. I've never seen someone more scared in my life. Oh, oh yeah, the my only God. time I've seen him more scared is when he thought Nate was trying to throw hands with him. He's just talking to him. Like, Chris S is the biggest definition of, like, a, a little bitch, dude. Like, that's that's what he is. Like, that's all he is. 
he will he will be on paradise too he will be on paradise a thousand percent i can't wait um jamie Jamie comes back. Let's dive into. Do we really need a whole section for Jamie? Do we really need to cut out? Man, a... we got a lot so of Jamie. Much. This dude is infuriating to listen to, too. Um, and look do you at think... Do you see his eyebrows going? All the, like those it's eyebrows like are crazy. Of uh, what's his face from Katie's season? Oh, Justin. Justin, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like so evil like, we said that before. <laughs> yes, his evil twin. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but it, yeah, it feels disrespectful to, to King Justin himself. Yeah. So who's the villain of this season? Like not not even as like a respectful distinction, because sometimes we do give that out as like a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but who who do you think like define this season? Who's villainy? I think so obviously Jay- Martin I think was Jamie, there the most. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's Jamie too. It's just I, like it had the biggest impact on the house. I also forgot how corny his opening line was because that dress was just fabric until you put it on. <laughs> Congrats on making me throw up. Yeah, it's <laughs> literally, literally the grossest line I've ever heard in my life. Also, we said this before. So it was so bizarre. His lies were so bizarre because we've really never seen a contestant blow a 3 1 lead like that before. Yeah. Like we've well, seen people make he has desperate like the moves. Most toxic behavior out of the three villains, you know. Like I know yes. Martin kind of got pegged for like misogyny, and that's that's horrible. But Jamie's just like very deceitful and like gaslighting. I couldn't and agree more. He it, he even was doing it live in the mental all, like just 100%. like dodging questions and not being truthful. Like it's just yeah, it was insane. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Um. Yeah, I think the difference between Martin and Jamie is that Martin, like, I think this is just what, like, this is just what he knows. I, th- I yeah. think his behavior maybe, maybe could change if he was educated a bit more. He is, mis- in my opinion, a misogynist, but it's not calculated for like a manipulative purpose. Yeah. That's just what he is. Jamie, it's like everything he says has an ulterior motive and is self-serving in some way. It's yeah. it's so fucking frustrating how he did. Da- he just will not answer a question. He dances around yeah. everything People like he's looking for a loophole. Like, bro, answer the question. Like, just not- answer the question. And he just still doesn't budge. Like, it, it's just Casey, sociopath behavior. Like, Casey nailed it. It takes him ten paragraphs for a five-word. 10 cent statement he's saying nothing and it'll take him a half an hour to do it yeah um yeah i mean i love also that this and maybe yeah we don't need to go into jamie too much because he gets dunked on at pretty much every turn i mean tate or um michelle really doesn't seem to have the time of day for him but i love how this is right after he says i'm better than every other guy michelle's on her spring break type beat um and and everyone else is kind of a joke then he he pulls out the look to explain myself start off i'd like to establish that fundamentally no human being is better than another my man first of all face just listening to you re-say it like like, you literally said the first of all you said the opposite you were literally saying i am better than every other human being that i'm in contact with in this house second of all that is the biggest nothing statement ever yeah. like oh my god it's like a politician going up and being like oh i think everybody deserves to live with dignity yeah hot take buddy <laughs> like what a douche 
Uh, but here's a prediction. You think we see Jamie again? Mm, I think so. I think I would guarantee it. Are not like super horrible in the fact, like in the like a way, like he's not racist, so they would be able to bring him back. Yeah, I mean, like, I think you're almost be a piece of shit. Honestly. Yeah, I think I think you and Coop were a little. I went back and listened to the episode. I think you guys are kind of forgetting how willing the bachelor producers are to bring back absolute pieces of shit like chad johnson tried to legitimately beat a guy up on the season uh was saying super super derogatory things borderline like it was very homophobic charged where Mm. it was like oh you're this type of guy you're this type of guy and they happily brought him back just to watch him poop his pants on paradise (laughs) like it's they love it that's like exactly what they want jamie is way above that bar martin way above that bar that's true they don't really care if you're a misogynist well and people can change We've seen right? they, and you just say that at the beginning yes, of people paradise. can change i've changed yeah, yeah yes exactly oh i've worked on myself everybody's worked on themselves everybody's gone to therapy they're all coming down a new person mm-hmm. anna redmond hey i'm not I don't slut shame anymore. Oh, I'm I I I'm learned to love myself in two months after gaining forty thousand followers. Yeah, the healthiest way to learn to love yourself. <laughs> exactly through through complete outside validation. No, but and honestly, then, I think we could see a lot of people from the season come to paradise. Well, I was just gonna say we dive in briefly um because obviously Michelle comes back or no no I guess this is before this is on the hot seat. We see our guy, Rick, who we will definitely see again. Uh, I don't really have a lot to say about Rick. Good guy. I, I literally wrote down, good guy, not Connor B. That's about it. He's not Connor B. He's I like, like him yeah, he's like 40 times better. Connor B. He's not, I wouldn't even compare him to Connor B. That no, I, I wouldn't either. And I think we started that way because he was a really, he was a sensitive white dude. Yeah, but, <laughs> that's, uh, that's the bar for Connor B. Like, yeah. To me... I got a bunch of phoniness from Connor B. That was my big thing. I think I'm just like, I've never used that word for him before, but I'm finally nailing down what annoyed yeah. me so much about him. Uh, Rick, Rick feels I don't genuine. get that from. It feels genuine. Mm. And I think he was on the show far less for like the, the point of building a personal platform than Connor B, who recently has adopted the bleach blonde hair guy. I don't know oh, if you've seen really? it. Yes, I'm it looks. Google this predictably horrible, horrible. Yeah. yes it looks as bad as ah, it looks worse than you would imagine oh um God. so yeah go look that up uh we also see rodney one more time for the people he'll do great on paradise i, I don't really yeah. is there anything more to say on rodney we we get a confirmation that he's gonna be on paradise almost right like it's basically she says that. she's like oh, yeah maybe you'll find love in mexico so yeah. i think we're getting yes. that. we're getting right like we already knew that but yeah like totally. He's, he's going to be amazing, I think. I think he's going to do fantastic. I If he gets his heart broken, then we're going to war because I like Rodney more than I've liked a lot of guys on this show before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we dive into the definitely the weirdest, saddest part of the night. We have to hear from a heartbroken Tasha Adams. Like, dude, that was I, I think I texted you right after I watched that part. So like, why weird. are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Come on. And I watched a, an interview with with Becca uh, a couple of days later. She had to say the day that was the, taped the day the news came out publicly. Like, so she had to deal with it on social media, come into the studio, announce it there. Yeah. So weird to have her talking, but it feels so unnecessary. 
you don't have to address it. No one's going to leave that night being like, oh my gosh, the host didn't even talk about her personal life. Yeah. It's not about her. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm not even going to like, I don't even think it's on uh, on Caitlin for like calling it out, right? Oh, of course a it's producer not. Note, like, you know, yeah, yeah, it's not on Caitlin, yeah. But like, that's such a tough look for her. Just to be like, it is oh, to be like, oh, I'm doing this ring? in your best interest. Yeah. And even Becca on the interview, this one bugged me a bit more because on the podcast, she goes, do you like basically it's fluffed around more, but to get to the crux of it, she's like, do you want to talk about it? And Tasha's like, no, I don't. She goes, yeah, I totally understand. Like you don't have to, I want to make it clear to everyone. There is no pressure for you to talk about it. You do it when you're ready. Um, and, and no one should rush you. Yeah. Uh, whatever you just literally just tried to probe her into talking about it two seconds ago yeah like i just because the person i get you're signing up for um i i understand what you're signing up for it's tough because i would never blame people commenting on her post or whatever asking and inquiring and and you know even badgering her a little bit Mm -hmm. yes i would never do that but that's kind of the world you signed up for yeah what i'm annoyed with is her friends and the producers feeling like we need to do it on TV right away. You'll get they your gotta content. Get those clicks, bro. They got to get that content. Like, like you'll get the con- just. Sh- oh my god! They bug me more on the podcast the too. Is it? She's part of their like. She's in the umbrella. She does a podcast with them. She could have. Host the goddamn there. show. Exactly. She she could have done it there. She could have done it next season. She could have done it when she was ready. And yeah. Bachelor would have got their content, but no. It was just tough. We had it was to just very it tough to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Very tough to watch. But luckily, it doesn't last too long because we do get a little preview of Clayton's season. First of all, they're really pushing the drama in this season. Really, Tasha? The craziest preview we've ever seen? That feels like the biggest stretch we've ever seen. That, mm-hmm. like, they were really pushing how dramatic this season is. And I think it's a little overcorrection because people are not too pumped about our boy Clayton. No. Uh, but we'll I, see. if his season's a dumpster fire, I, I could be happy about that. I like that'll, yeah, that'll I suffice. Mean, again, like we talked we talked about Michelle was just like she's the epitome of I was talking with my um I was talking with my lovely girlfriend when we were watching uh, it a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about like because this was, she had seen Matt James's season with me. Um, but then she skipped, I don't know, she skipped one, whatever. KD's she was a bit yeah. behind. And, and so this was her first time, I think, ever seeing The Bachelorette. And she goes, oh my God, like, that's The Bachelorette. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Michelle epitomizes what A Bachelorette should be. She's just so authentic, obviously gorgeous, uh, mm. very open with the guy. Like, she's The Bachelorette. And I think... I'm not saying Clayton's the perfect bachelor, but I think Clayton epitomizes what the bachelor is supposed to be of like <laughs> just a big here, dumb guy, just a big <laughs> thick guy. Uh, and I mean, <laughs> mentally and, and muscle wise guys has giantism. We've covered that, yeah. but just like a kind of a bumbling fool who's going to tell too many women. He loves them. He's going to let, like, he is a, just a Midwestern guy who wants to get married and have kids immediately. I think this guy's going to be engaged for legit two months before he gets <laughs> married to whoever he picks. The more we um, talk about it, honestly, I'm kind of uh, getting excited for it. Like, no, I I'm pumped. It's be, good. Like, yeah. I think it'll be, I think it'll be fine. Like, I think it's just going to be a classic season of the bachelor. We've yeah. talked about that. Those Matt James seasons, very important to have those conversations. Uh, and hopefully we can have 
uh, black leads in the future yeah. where they're not forced to have the pressure of representing a whole community, right? Because yeah. Clayton's just going on there and being like, I'm looking for love. I don't speak for anyone. Matt yeah. James had to go on and say, I'm speaking for millions of people yeah, as exactly. their representative. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that changes, but it is also nice to have a season, regardless of race, where we just are watching something dumb and I don't have to think. And <laughs> exactly. that's what the, I am not going to have to think a, for a second with Clayton because no. I know he isn't. So I'm just going to be matching his energy. <laughs> I, I'm excited. He seems nice, but what a moron. How do you tell three women you love them? You big old dummy. Oh, oh no. And that was, I've been intimate with each of you and they're freaking out. That's the show. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? That's the whole show. That was the I more insane I think that's part to me. Like I think so too. Like because uh, how can you be mad at that? That's, yeah, that's every season ever. I, uh, sorry to break it to you, but I'm dating 29 other women. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> sorry to break it to you. The 29 other women that I've been giving flowers to over the past few weeks, those weren't my maids. Those aren't my sisters. I'm also dating them. We're actually, you'll notice cameras there, there, and there. You're on a TV show. This is The Bachelor, baby. Like, no shit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Michelle returns. I didn't really have a ton. Beautiful dress. She puts Jamie in a body bag. Um, yeah, I mean, he just, Jamie just talks forever about nothing. And Michelle just very clearly tunes out. I, he's just my least favorite type of dude to hang around. Mm-hmm. Nobody loves their sound of the sound of their own voice more than him. Michelle doesn't buy it for a second. I think at the end she just goes, yeah, yeah, okay, I accept your apology. Like I, I don't really need to hear more from the Jamie show. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Did you have anything else that you need to address on on Michelle's return? Not really, no. I was just gonna yeah. say, like Jamie, <laughs> I was picturing just myself at a party with Jamie and Chris S. And yeah. I think Chris S, I think he'd just be like off in the corner doing his own thing. Whereas Jamie kind of like take over, stand up, like just be talking, like just take over the party and just like be yeah. self-serving. And I I, I think yeah. I, he's the most insufferable person. I think Chris S would be running around the party trying to buy weed and he accidentally <laughs> yeah. buys oregano by the end of the night. I think yes. he pays $50 yes. for a gram of oregano. I think that's Chris S and Jamie's giving a coked up Ted talk on the counter yeah. uh, of the bar. I think that's definitely the vibe. Exactly. Um, other than that, she just, Hey Rick, what up? Let's keep it moving. Rodney. Say on Paradise, kind of the same energy. Yeah, she looked fantastic though, and might I say, she looked mighty happy. She looked mighty like a woman in love. Yeah. Now, I we'll see what happens next well, week. Obviously, she's still dating somebody. Obviously, they had they haven't broken it off. Obviously, they wouldn't hint at that, but she did seem very happy. So, she does seem very happy. Yeah. So and whatever hope- happened, it was good. Hey leave nate alone gary stop it <laughs> hey, leave him alone leave him alone anything bad about him this whole season all right let's i know i love it i just love look i'm not trying to rip apart i just loved it because <laughs> i am literally a notorious like fanboy of nate so when yeah. i read that maybe i was like okay directly to me maybe i've been attacking him maybe she just thinks like look david he's dating someone else leave <laughs> yeah. him alone chill that actually is more like valid that's valid. totally yeah totally valid in that case i apologize you're right i'm gonna chill a little bit <laughs> um all right let's uh let's jump into uh, our roses and our thorns real quick let's start with our thorn um obviously if you're new if you're new to the show our rose is what we love that's our highlight of the episode our thorn is what we're snipping off what do we want to get rid of 
I cheat every week and I pick <laughs> eight pick of each. Everything. <laughs> All right, you go. But uh, you go first. You go first for okay, your thorn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think what I'm gonna pick is something you can get behind for sure. It's just Tasha breaking the news when she didn't want to about her. And that was Zach. my first one. I think Nailed it. honestly, other than that, it was a pretty like perfect mental all. Like I can't really. Yeah fault anything else it was you know classic bachelor shenanigans yeah but yeah that was just it kind of felt tasteless like it was just yeah we didn't need it that was a great one i'm gonna do one more i don't know if you noticed this Keisha and caitlin both seemed and maybe they were just being polite they both seem legitimately charmed by jamie at times i think he would say something individual and i think they would like yeah, like they, I don't know. They didn't seem like they were just being polite. I think they were sucked in. So that's going to be my thorn. Snap out of it, ladies. Yeah. He, you know who he reminds me of? From the Jungle Book, the the snake, the hypnotizing yeah. um, with anaconda. The eyes, like with the eyes, everyone. that's yeah, yeah, Jamie. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. 100%. Um, but that, that's got to be mine. All right, hit me with your, your rose. What were your highlights? I got a couple. Okay. Uh, my rose, I think... Honestly, it might be Peter and Will squash in the beef live. I think that was mm. it was cool. It was cool to see. I I I respect the maturity there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just felt good. I we don't we rarely get resolutions like that. So just yeah. yeah. I I agree. I had Peter leaning into the villainy. Like I just loved. Yeah. I thought that was beautiful. Just how much of a douche he was. Well, and we and talked going... about it. Like he was just getting body bag after body bag after body bag. So oh. we kind of. I was almost rooting for him. Like, come on. We well, exactly. That's what I want. Is like the villain just getting put in the coffin so many times. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is almost too much. Yeah. They kicked just enough sand in his face. I, I loved it. It was yeah. perfect. And then uh, I'll give you two other quick ones here. PJ being best dressed. That man looked amazing. I'm gonna die on that hill saying that that man was robbed. Absolutely, if he robbed. doesn't make it to paradise, I'm gonna, I'm gonna phone I, up Bachelor Nation. I already know, dude. I already know that he's gonna make it in super late. He's gonna be one of those yeah, guys that yeah. they try to sprinkle in at the end to break up a couple. He's never gonna get a real chance. Our boy, this is the, the like, he's literally the, one of the most tragic stories the show has ever seen. He uh, really is, honestly. I'll, I'll die on that but hill. My last one here clayton's preview because mm. i came in not very yeah. excited and i left <clears throat> quite excited my man i left i left intrigued you yeah. might even say yeah, yeah yeah definitely uh cautiously optimistic is what i would i say. think okay let's stick with that yeah we're cautiously optimistic for clayton's season yeah. i just we just need him to be a bumbling fool the whole time yeah i need to be peter weber but with good intentions at the like that's the what side. I'm saying that's exactly yeah. you just took the words out of my head like I couldn't yeah. figure out what this because I was always comparing him to Peter's season but I didn't know what about it yeah I wanted him to, that's exactly what I well wanted I think they're do. both just absolute they're just gonna be just dummies yeah both when it comes shows, to women but, but Clayton actually wants to get married to Clayton's one woman guy, yeah. and hopefully his mom isn't a legitimate insane person yeah I'm okay. not saying I I'm not saying anything I'm just saying hopefully his mom isn't a giant insane person. I'm not saying anything about anyone else's mom. Yeah. So I don't need any <laughs> chill out in the I don't need the barb army coming after me again. If you know our history on this podcast, you know they've done it before, they've done it again. That barb <laughs> army is strong. All right, guys. We will see you next week for fantasy sweets. Things are gonna get steamy. Yes, sir. And then will the we finale. see the, uh, the appearance of David's uh fucking 
sex counter or whatever the the thing that you want so oh the, the the sex ticker yeah the sex i ticker. want <laughs> look for people for the uninformed i just think it'd be a neat feature if after each fantasy suite just set on the bottom we had sex or like <laughs> hey just you know the little cnn news ticker i just want an update on how far they went yeah i don't <laughs> think that's we get all the information in the world on the show we're gonna probe a host about her broken engagement well, then what the line for just at least getting to know what happens in the fantasy suites feels yeah. somewhere before then. Tell yeah. me I'm crazy in the comment section. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they integrate that this season and they listen to us. We <laughs> shall see. I have a sneaking suspicion Dude, I might be disappointed. Uh, yeah, you could go. Yeah, you could say that. Someday, someday <laughs> they're going to add it in and I'll feel One vindicated. One day when we work our way to the top and become producers, we're putting Yes. In. But in the meantime, guys, smash that like and subscribe button. Comment your thoughts. Even if you disagree with us, we might have to roast you at the start of the show. But we'll still love you all the same. We still adore you. Good, positive feedback, negative feedback. We love it all. We love to hear your takes. Share with friends. Again, that's how you throw the little tip in the tip jar. I made it back to Canada. So that means that we need to get up to a thousand subscribers now or they'll send me back, back to the states or they'll send me back to the states yes so uh thank you all so you guys have uh, until next week or... until next week or i'll be back in rhode island all right guys thank you so 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 much for all the support it means a lot producer gary remember a wet bird never flies at night thank you and peace